0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Afternoon FM. I have Paul Larson from the Paul Larson Gallery of Saddle River here. Uh, We're going to be asking a little bit about his life and his philosophy and uh, how he became the Paul Larson that we know today. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's great to be here. It's, it's a great space. I'm glad I got the tour and got to see what's going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. finally, yeah. finally got to repay the favor, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was,
1: it was fun having you guys over at the gallery. Yeah, that
0: was that was an awesome. It uh, was an awesome like showing. Like who? Uh, who's Can
1: you name the artist one more time? Which one was it?
0: The the one with the very creative pelvises.
1: Oh, Chloe Glasso. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe is great. Yeah. Um yeah, Chloe is Argentinian. Yeah. And uh she focuses on creating art around energy. Mm. So the creative pelvises were like representations of energy. Mm. Yeah. So, How do you uh how'd you end up meeting her? I met her at a uh a group of uh, Argentinian artists out in the Hamptons. What? And uh she was doing a residency with uh, an artist uh, studio out there, mm-hmm. and uh, went out for the end of the summer party, yeah. and it was a uh, bunch of artists. Chloe was one of them. Nice. Uh, got to talking, I think we stayed in touch for like three years before we actually got together on a show. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well. Yeah. Pretty amazing.
0: Let's let's start with the beginnings of uh, of Mr. Larson. Let's see, like where uh, where are you from? I mean, like some of your early childhood.
1: I grew up in uh, West Milford, New Jersey, which is uh, the northern part of New Jersey. Spent a lot of time growing up in the woods, and yeah. uh, had parents that used to take me to uh, little artsy villages and into this, into Manhattan to the Greenwich Village, mm-hmm. and uh, it was kind of an interesting upbringing because we grew up in log cabins, mm-hmm. and uh, you yeah, had this kind of mix between like being in the log cabin and then like going off to like New Hope. Or um, Nyack or going into Greenwich Village mm. and uh, checking out art and seeing cultural things. A
0: lot of people love that. This is like the third time. Actually, the third time on this podcast that somebody's mentioned Niak, and that Nyack is like, uh, like you gotta check it out.
1: It was a pretty amazing place when I was a kid. Yeah, it was like really artsy. Uh, a lot of interesting people there. Mm. And like a lot of like antique shops and art galleries. And mm. and there was a long period where it was kind of quiet. I I i had been there about 15 years ago, and believe it or not, B. Arthur was doing like a stand-up talk. Wait, yeah, yeah. B. <laughs> yeah, B. Arthur was so Yeah, B. Arthur, that was pretty funny. Um, but uh, it, it's come back. There's some interesting things there. There's um, a place called Maureen's. Mm. It's a jazz club. Mm. Really interesting backstory. It kind of was like a um, the The sister was a jazz musician, and uh, the brother was kind of like a, into, like, following the Grateful Dead. Mm. And they opened up this place and named it after his sister, and his sister passed. Mm. But uh, they get top, top jazz talent in there. It's a lot of fun.
0: Mm. Yeah, I got to definitely check but, it out. Yeah.
1: Uh. It's good to go out and check out the creative spots in the the area. Mm. Glad to see this creative spot in Patterson, New Jersey.
0: Yeah, no, prototype and, uh, and phenotype, man, where it's definitely a... Uh, it's a, uh, it's a needle in a, hay- it was uh, I used to think it was a needle in a haystack. And now, like, it's just become this, like, hub of creative energy. There was a, uh, there was one guy here who, uh, shout out to Blue Ox, uh, what's it called? And Kieran, from Blue Ox, he was, uh, he was explaining why there's so much creative energy and, uh, to quote unquote, he was like, it's the river. It was the, it's the river. He's like this river has a million stories. Yeah, I don't think dry. that really sounds like. Well, maybe it sounds a little bit like Karen, but
1: yeah, it was, uh,
0: <laughs> that all the creative energy is coming from the river. But I, I, I loved seeing it as like this hub and how everybody's like starting to develop. It's like uh, I I attributed something, You know, have you ever hear Y combinator? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I attribute it kind of like a Y combinator for artist energy and at least in in, in Patterson or Passaic County. But it's definitely it's like it feels like a Y company, like I an incubator.
1: really feel like it, and I, it's funny you mentioned that about Blue Ox because when I was coming in here, and I realized it was right by the river, and I'm seeing the river flow through. Mm-hmm. I know the other side of the the river is c- kind of like a crazy war side. zone. Yeah, East Maine,
0: shout out to and, East Maine. And, and then
1: this side <laughs> is like just on the border, but the, the stream just goes through and cleans everything out, and just yeah. like it's it's something fresh and new constantly moving past and that was my thought when i drove up here yeah so that's funny that yeah,
0: you know? yeah. it's uh it's 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 very it's a weird it's it's crazy because it's kind of uh if it, fe- it still feels like a speakeasy but mm-hmm. it's not a speakeasy like it's like you know we want people to like you know but it's there's not so many residential people it's like this one bastion in somewhat of a desert there's no real residential areas around here that everybody can sit there and complain. There's not like, yeah. you know, it's just uh, it's a place where everybody can find peace and you know, hopefully, hopefully we can get the entire building and now then it's just Andy Warhol's factory. You know. Yeah. Right? I mean, that should be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
1: this is like a land of a thousand bars here. Yeah. 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 Literally, for anyone that hasn't seen this place, land of a thousand bars.
0: Just wait, the land of... Your, your, your
1: friends... Uh, oh, the land of a
0: thousand bars. <laughs> Shout out to John Fathom.
1: He's, he's, uh, <laughs> if you're sitting here, the creativity that goes into these uh, bars that he builds are really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It creates a real cool vibe in here. Even if they're not functional bars, it's cool to see them.
0: Oh, uh, the, the, Yes, they're not functional. None of these bars oh, actually function. Yeah, In here. Yes, yeah. there's no none of them. The, we have never served a drink. On any of these bars, they're simply
1: for show. Simply
0: for it's show. It's a bar showcase. Showroom. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> bar showroom. I'm looking at a bar right now. What animal is that above the bar? That
0: would be a grizzly. It's either a grizzly, but yeah, it's a bear. A grizzly bear, bear with
1: clouds. Yeah, and, uh, golden. Uh, the
0: clouds in itself are actually from uh, my buddy Reese. He did uh he did a music video uh, here for his. Uh, he's actually a North Jersey legend. You would love him. Uh, he did a, a music video for Clown Walk here, and they brought a bunch of different props. So, like, okay. we're, we're very, we're, uh, we're, as the Native Americans would use every piece of the buffalo. Yeah. We kind of use every, every piece, piece of the of buffalo. buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reuse, like, a lot of stuff. Like, uh, everything that's brought into, like, the communal space ends up being, like, you know, you're you're letting it Go, and it's it's good though. No, be a
1: part of the creative experiment.
0: Yeah, like a, like a sky burial for items. <laughs> if it, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <all I get. laughs> a sky burial. But yeah, yeah so, but yeah. So, uh, yeah speaking so. of, speaking of spaces, is what. Uh, so so you're a little kid going going to NYAC and uh, in Greenwich Village. So, how, how, so you started to uh, to get into art. Started
1: getting to mm-hmm. art. My parents had a few pieces of art around the house, so I always really enjoyed it. Enjoyed talking about it. Yeah. And uh, ended up getting involved in buying art. Mm-hmm. Very young. My my first start. Shout out to Ryan Stepinski, uh the first artist I bought art from in third grade. Mm. Yeah. I remember yeah, this. I remember this yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's all that I got. Third grade. Ryan is uh, doodling in class, and I'm just checking it out and. After a while, like, I was always entrepreneurial, so I'd, like, take my, my money that I made, and I'd start buying art from him, and this went on until, like, seventh grade, and then he moved away, mm. and uh, he get, sends me a, a letter my sophomore year of, of college saying, hey, I'm applying for art school. Do you still have the drawings you bought from me? <laughs> so I sent it to him to put in his portfolio, so... But, uh, yeah. Wait, so you bought it and gave it back? I gave it back, but he shipped it back to me eventually. Okay, yeah.
0: all right. I got it back. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, man, I am like, come on, bro, that's the first first rule of the art deal. You just got to,
1: no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, you want uh, it to get out there. You want it to go on tour. You want your art to be seen. You want your artist's art to be seen. Yeah. You know, it's we, we only live a short time in this life, and... You know, the more exposure for the artists, the better yeah. Yeah, for your, your collecting and for, uh, for the artists themselves. You get to get a little bit of yeah.
0: provenance in there. Yeah. Uh, is is artists that, is need it? to be fed. Yes, they do. So they do.
1: Anything we can do to uh, share the art and uh, you know, tell artists' stories and connect with them and connect them with the right people is always a great thing. Mm-hmm. So, so that's probably what I'm most passionate about when it comes to art is, is connecting artists with ways to grow. Whether the pop- it's through materials or through you know people buying their art just kind of get them out there and get them connected with a place where they truly can have all the options available to them to kind of explore their creativity, hmm. develop their creativity, and get out there. Hmm. So, but yeah, so that's that's how I started. It was very early uh, buying art from Ryan Stabinsky. and then art, uh, art
0: dealing since the third grade. Third
1: grade, yeah, that's well, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a fine line. I, I think I was art hoarding since the third grade. Uh, I don't think I started selling art until my my twenties, mm. and that was much later. What was, the, what was
0: the first piece you sold? Like, uh, and how I'm did it feel?
1: Think of the first piece that I sold. Um, you know, I don't recall what the first piece was. I just remember like looking around and realizing I have more art than I know what to do with, and. They just weren't getting shown the way they should get shown. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just a hallway of just art stacked on top of art. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, you can only curate so much in your space. Mm-hmm. Then you have to let things go back out into the universe. So yeah. It just felt good to find a home. And, you know, I, I think it was a friend that actually acquired it. And uh, I think he still has it today. It, it was a photograph that I acquired that was a, a woman's kind of sitting uh, in a public bathroom sink hmm. and lingerie hmm. and it was uh it was like from the, the 50s so it was like kind of had like still had that classiness to it It wasn't like the you know full-on pornography it yeah. was just like uh you know just a weird juxtaposition yeah and um he hung it in his bathroom and then uh last time I saw it it was in his hallway because in the bathroom there's too much humidity and Oh, it was getting like, like the paper was getting fucked up. Well, he didn't want it to get fucked up. So, uh, that's yeah, he good. moved bit out. Yep. So. Mm.
0: Yeah. What do you uh, What do you look for in a piece of art now?
1: I usually like, look for something I can learn from from the art. Mm. You know, it could be the artist's brush strokes. It could be the subject matter. Mm. Um, it could be the journey that the artist is on, and just being a part of investing in their creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's typically how I, I've looked at art never really looked at it from a business perspective so this is completely new um you know formalizing a gallery and, and working on it from a, a business point of view of collecting the art and getting it out and showing different uh, collections and establishing why the artists are important
0: mm. so how was that transition though How was the transition from being like an independent just like a dealer like or just like an independent
1: like selling art. when you have too much art actually selling as a like, formal business yeah um it's a good transition is, you know I, I feel like it have a more, bigger impact for artists hmm. you know it was when i was collecting and there wasn't a lot of exposure so it was a, a lot of extra work and i was taking a lot of it on myself hmm. to invest in the artists so going and actually opening up a gallery where I could kind of bring people into that world and have them be a part of it as well has been, it's been really nice.
0: Mm. Yeah. And the backstory of it, I think you were telling me like going to like shows in, in New York for a long time. And, uh, uh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I was,
1: I was gone to galleries, uh, had invested in a, an art gallery in New York called three squared. Mm. Uh, got involved with the, the team there. Uh, just had fun, um, being around. Uh, the art, yeah. the artists, and kind of h- helping move things forward. So it was uh, quite an adventure. And uh, when I moved back out to New Jersey, I decided I was going to look for a space, and I came across this one. So it kind yeah. of felt like it was meant to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that's cool, man. Yeah. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know. Going forward, like, where, uh, where, do you, where do you see the gallery going? Like, each, like, are you more like? Are you in more in like the the phase of like discovering new artists? Are you in like the phase of like taking? Are you like building a roster? Like what is like I'm
1: building a roster? All right, yeah, wow. I, I know a lot of artists, but I think it's important to give attention to them. I, I don't want to sp- set, spread myself too thin. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to have an impact on a few artists. So I've uh, been spending time just building up. You know, how we're going to market them, mm-hmm. how we're going to get them out there, how we're going to get them into collections to get their artwork shown mm. and it's uh it's it's been quite a journey mm. yeah yeah i've enjoyed it
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. do you have like any like uh i don't
1: know like how
0: how do you how, how how do you like sort of like identify like a collector like or like going and like seeing like is it just a building of like clientele like over over like over like years of just networking and just being in the scene, or is it just like is it or
1: does it? So I I think it's 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 been building relationships on the art side. So mm. most of my relationships are with artists, mm. uh, not a lot of relationships on, with collectors mm. and uh, other people who buy art. So that's the whole new side uh, for me to like really get into it. You know, mm. there's you know been one-offs over the years where I've you know dealt with them and sold a few pieces but nothing like in high volume. Mm. So, um, you know, I'm learning a lot about the the art world. I have the, the gallery, mm-hmm. but it's it's a local gallery. Um, so I'll only have so much of a, a market there. So to uh-huh. me, a lot of it is just about introducing people to art, having conversation about art, yeah. but I see the kind of the, the growth and kind of the, the best chance for me to help artists out. expand into digital platforms where i can sell the art to a a broader audience and then keep the the gallery in saddle river as kind of like a hub a hub yeah Mm -hmm. and a kind of a local cultural center bring people together that you know want to talk about creative topics want to be in the presence of creativity want to meet people they normally wouldn't meet Mm -hmm. um, because it's a, a suburb and, you know, it's not often, I don't know how often people go in and, and meet these artists that are kind of evolving artists and yeah. up and coming. And even some of them are established, but, you know, it's, it's difficult to meet them if you're not in the loop. And I, I'm in the loop, so I have these relationships where artists will come out for me and show up and meet people and, and talk about what they're doing. So hmm. it's been really interesting.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Bringing people together for like a community. Word. Yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy how, like, uh, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of the times it's just, like, an exchange of, like, energy, man, it's, like, you know, like, going in and, like, developing artists, it's, like, a positive, like, it's just a positive exchange, man, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's beautiful in that sense, and that's kind of what the art generally ends up being, and in, in general, it's, like, you know, you're taking, like, pieces of you, and you're exchanging it, and it's, like, you're giving it to the world, it's, like, a, art is a gift, at the end of the it day, is. it's, like, yeah. a gift to the universe, man, and it's, like. I don't know. It's just this whole... It's a beautiful process. Yeah. And, all together.
1: and it becomes a, the color in people's lives. It's like, you know, sight, sound, yeah. you know, the things that you associate with your memories in your lifetime. Mm. And the more impactful the creativity is, the, the more of a backdrop people can imagine in their lifetime. So when people see certain colors or certain figures or hear certain sounds, mm-hmm. that just brings them back to places in their life and that becomes like the thing that brings their life together and makes art such an important part of it. Yeah. So when people come to the gallery and maybe they're not sitting there and saying, all right, you know, let me buy this piece and let me pack it up and let me take it out of here. I love seeing when people are having conversations and they're talking about their lives hmm. and they're, they're, they're spurred on to these creative conversations, things that they might not necessarily open up about, but because the art is there, hmm. they feel more comfortable to express themselves. Yeah. And you get some really good conversations. And you also get um, a lot of artists that come out. So since I opened the gallery, study. It's one one after another have come in just to come and check it out and say, "Oh, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I live right down the street." And you you start to see like you know people that are doing things every day that are creative. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you bring the creative people together with the people that are not particularly creative but like the idea of it Mm -hmm. and then they start expressing themselves in new ways and it's it's kind of interesting to see that all kind of happening at a gallery Mm -hmm. that's wonderful bro that's so
0: cool Mm -hmm. just like uncovering like just finding the community that's like you know but bringing having open space like having a like a safe space for everybody to like kind of come forth and like have those conversations and have yeah yeah. It's kind of the same philosophy we embody here, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a different experience, you know, when you sit around, say, with a bunch of stockbrokers in front of, like, a ticker tape. Yeah. You know, it's like... Everybody's it just on, obsessing about money. Yeah, and, but it, it spurs a certain type of conversation. Yeah. But then you bring art into the picture and a whole bunch of creative people, and then it spurs another conversation. Yeah. And then it allows people to be a little bit of everything who they are.
0: Everybody's looking at the same object differently. Yeah, and it's bringing like a lot of uh, yeah. That's the one thing I've I've been picking up at a uh, at uh, an art school though. It's like how yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, so you take like this like statue right here, mm-hmm. and you have three people that are going, and everybody's going to draw a different drawing, kind of like uh, you ever see Rashomon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know how like the story is different and everything, but everything ends up becoming like kind of a story. Yeah, yeah that's cool.
1: I, I, like, I like what you're doing here. Like I get that s- similar sense of like bringing out people's creativity. I like how you told me earlier that like you know the, there's materials here that are just kind of community materials. <laughs> yeah. and somebody comes down and feels creative or somebody comes through the space and sees something. Yeah. you have a conversation about a vision about yeah, we have
0: a, It's kind of a, Alex has kind of introduced a, a, a philosophy of improv like uh how there's no like you know like I, we have an exchange like an acting you know like you know the improv uh, and there's no real like wrong answer and it's all spontaneous and it's like you know it, to be able to accept and to react and to and that's like this building the yes and like mm-hmm. philosophy yeah uh that that goes uh with the improv is like can kind of be applied in all senses it's just you know it's you know, it's, sometimes it's just here for one night, and it's all like, it's 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 cool in a sense because it really gets you thinking. As is like, you know, all of this is like. Like the improv is only there for that moment. It's like that spark of creativity, yeah. and it's uh, that's kind of why I like photography as well because a lot of my stuff is street photography.
1: It's not very like, you know, I don't have a preconceived notion. Even this, I have no, I have no preconceived yeah. notion. No, 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 I like the story you're telling me beforehand about just kind of going out and just experiencing the neighborhood, and yeah. experiencing. The environment that you're surrounded by, and just connecting with people through through your photography and yeah. film.
0: Yeah. yeah, humans. Humans are beautiful, man. I mean, I know it sounds like I'm, I'm like viewing the human race as like a third book, but I I, I do. I, I end up it ends up becoming very voyeuristic, and uh, seeing it. Even this, even this process of the podcast is like I I like to peer into people's like lives and to hear. These stories, and to hear what what is making the pe- like person, like say if I took a photo of you, sure. where I, I I got you for one one hundredth of a second, or maybe one one thousandth, or maybe one four thousandth of a second, right? Depending and, on your shutter speed. Yeah, sure. yeah, I, I, I have that <laughs> moment of you, and in that moment, it can express so many different feelings. I I like the transition now that I'm taking to go into to visual art, just uh, because for that one four thousandth of a second that i devoted i'm now devoting maybe like multiple hours maybe a day maybe two days maybe weeks maybe a year you know what i mean (laughs) like uh to that one frame but it really you know it, it encapsulates people and it uh it it i don't know it just gives uh it just it gives me a feeling it's like it's how i really connect with people you just see their like
1: from observation, yeah, uh. yeah.
0: Just seeing it, it's like I—I I don't know. My uh, my buddy was making fun of me. Says I kind of learned like AI, mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, the way I learned film, or at least I, how I, I, I break things down. Like uh, I break things down by like the small, like the by cell, like you know, like uh, an- an- anatomically. I don't know if that's the word, but okay. uh, yeah, I, I just uh, I would take films and I would uh, every time the camera would change, I would screen cap stuff and I would just study the frame. Okay. And, yeah, just to see where the lighting is hitting and where this person is is there and like, you know, how it relates to the story and like all of this and it's like doing that I, I like I I I've transitioned more into portraits of people and it's like that's uh it's really the like just seeing people and just seeing where the story is, and like seeing where, like how people are formed and what yeah. brings you know what I mean. Like, and every every single person is like is a, you know we're all like snowflakes. You know, everybody's got like their Something own like unique. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and, and do you typically do that um, outside? Like uh,
0: all over. Very rarely, actually. Where do you
1: bring them in studio? To uh, I
0: would I want to transition more in a studio because I would like a little bit more of the control of it, but. uh... Sometimes I like it when it's just natural, man, because it's not, uh, it, that's kind of why I don't ever really, like, I, I'll i do video sometimes, maybe mm-hmm. for this, but, like, I, I really like this, because we're not, on like, nobody's acting, we're not like, hey, you know, sure. that, ta-cha-cha-cha-cha, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's very, uh, just keep it warm and, and open and, like, yeah. safe and, uh, like... You know, a lot of the times, what I like about the street photography right now is it feels a little bit more like hunting a little bit because like mm-hmm. I have to kind of be stealthy. Yeah. Like if if I if I dis- it's like it's no, like I'm it's like being National Situation. Geographic but with like fucking, you know, like a mattress dealer on Main Avenue. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want them. I don't. Which I actually got caught
1: recently, and when I was like, "Hey,
0: motherfucker!" I was like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was, but you know people, what? The people have strange reactions to cameras. Like a really good photographer. Almost doesn't exist. They take themselves out, they become just ninjas. Oh, yeah, ninjas. And yeah. That, yeah. But I like that you acknowledge the whole part of the, the control portion of it, like between street photography and indoors. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you're, you're street photography, there's so many different elements in terms of the lighting, the colors. The subject matter and their environment, and how they're interacting. So it's improv. Yeah.
0: It's, it's the most improv that I could do in uh, the thing, but yeah, keeping keeping that philosophy of improv for it. Yeah.
1: Where do you see it evolving? I just want to make films, your, man. Make
0: films. I just, I just want to make like. I, uh, I, uh, as a baseline, guys. I don't think we've brought up. I met Paul through uh, through a project uh, that I'm trying to do called the Pattersonian. Uh, it's uh, essentially trying to build a team of writers uh, to come together and like actually kind of do kind of do a little bit of what you're doing. It's like uh, some. You know, I want to be able, because I'm pretty decent at distributing. Like, I I, mm-hmm. I know, like, marketing very well. Shout out to Jeff Hamilton. Guy taught me a lot, uh, which is my adventure in art dealing. But uh, I want to just, there's a lot of creative energy. And a lot of, uh, you know, some people, they just, you know, not necessarily don't know how to market. But it's like, you know, I want to be able to, like, gather all this energy and this force and build this thing where you know we can actually release like rather than the community just being the community Mm -hmm. and we're all just you know we're all just like here's my work and here's my work and we're all exchanging and it's like it's good because we're all all building better work because we're all it's like the Beatles you know what I mean everybody's kind of balancing everybody out Uh, but like to be able to go and like you know here's this person who hasn't you know what I mean to actually be the the bridge to uh, you know Bringing you to Nyack and, and Greenwich Village, is to like you know, it's like here here this is and like here here this is. Uh,
1: blah. No, no, I, I can <laughs> yeah. hear Yeah,
0: but I'm I'm building it, and it's also uh that that project is uh is kind of my like low is the low stakes like yeah. film of it where it's like I can uh I can spend the day and just hang out with a guy who just runs a food truck on like you know on like fucking Broadway uh-huh. or like you know there's a couple there's great stories that are like underlying but it's like you know you could either develop you know you could dedicate an entire year of your life making you know the, the tale of two pizzas thing or yeah. you can just actually see the guy who makes like sure. there's one uh one story that I got working right now is uh my buddy has a has a as a pizzeria in Woodland Park mm-hmm. and his dad is on Pizza City it's Two Pizza City so it's like a, I'm calling it what the fuck uh, <laughs>
1: that's my uh, ringer on my phone how uh,
0: uh <laughs> That's awesome <laughs> uh what's it called so I have like uh I'm calling the piece A tale of two pizza cities or uh a t- a t- I don't know, I'm yeah. still still working on it yeah. but uh it basically his dad is 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 retiring from making pizza for like thirty years okay and uh he has Pizza City that's in Patterson and his son is like was kind of like his apprentice, and has become a pizza like guy in his own right. Yeah. And uh, now he's assuming. Like, that first learned. Yeah, like yeah. like Michael Corleone, you know, he's yeah. like he has to he's taking like the reins the of reins. like the legacy. The,
1: the pizza. Yeah. yeah,
0: but that's like you know you can you can make a whole thing of it, but like you know yeah. I, I like I love those stories, man. That's like yeah. the the human part of it. So uh, if we
1: were to do a show at the gallery, let, let's talk about some ideas you have of. of a, a piece of work you'd like to put together that you would be interested in doing a show on.
0: I have like thousands of photos of people in the city. Okay. I have like yeah, like I I I usually it's a daily, it's a daily. Like I find it art to be more of like a meditation. Honestly, it's like a okay. it's a therapy for me. Uh, it's very, it's a, it's a, it's a very like. It's a ritual thing, like how, you know, some people have to go to the gym every day. Like, I have to, like, release a photo or or a menu or some type of, you know what I mean? Like, I, I find advertising to be art. I find, like, uh, you know, my photography is, like, is the... It's weird. It's like uh, like the photography ends up just kind of being like a daily nut bust, mm-hmm. for lack of yep. a better term,
1: and then mm-hmm. like a film is like having a baby. Yeah, like this is like my baby.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah. no, I hear you. <laughs> sometimes they go together. I mean, it's a curation of your perspective that becomes the film. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a more of a mosaic, but you know, rather than a single frame, but you know, I want to get more in the. Want to get more films in? It's just building this. That's that's the one thing that I, I, w- I was gonna mention like
1: earlier when you. Uh... So we've got a great outdoor space. We could set up a projector and do a great outdoor film. At, Hell yeah! In I'm, the down. I'm, down. I'm down for that. But uh, you know, I, I think we have to kind of think about you know what what your body work means, where you want to go as an artist, mm. what types of things you want to communicate, and we mm. can we can find the story and we can. Curate a show and do something really interesting Oh Jesus, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that but yeah. all right. like, Thank you uh, well, It's Im- important, it's, it's one thing As a creative person to Play with ideas mm. It's another thing to bring your vision to an audience mm. you know, you A small audience Big audience, just set a goal And close something out mm. Rather than leave them all wide open
0: mm. Yeah. Mm. So where do you see, where do you see the, the space Going forward?
1: Well, I think it has a lot of potential for um, a number of different creative outlets. It's, it's a, for anyone that hasn't been there, it's a, a little scenic island mm. in the middle of the, the Saddle River. Man, cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's kind of really interesting. And um, it also occasionally floods. So like last week uh, when we had the rain that came in, you know, the water came right up to the, the bottom of the building. This this happens on a regular basis. These are things we fight with. But oh, shit. but the natural aspect of the space gives itself really well to sculpture mm-hmm. um, that won't get swept away by the mm-hmm. the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives way to poetry and, and music. I mm-hmm. uh, could do um, performance type art mm-hmm. in this space. Um, and then Continually just showing the, uh, the art that we, the artists that we work with. Mm-hmm. And then bring it together that, so it's all cohesive. Mm-hmm. So when you have music there, it works with the art. And when you have the, the art there, it works with some sort of performance, in the, even if it's a monologue on the, the front steps. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody films it, and then it becomes another piece of art. And yeah. those continually gener- generate art where people have that ability to be creative and expand their ideas and thoughts.
2: So. Word. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: So yeah, we're, we're having fun with it. And, um, again, you know, just having a place for creative expression is really important. Hmm. So. Word. Yeah. All right. I don't really know. Where to- <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's all right. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about your, your most recent photography.
0: Uh, I mean, it's just uh, a lot of it's been... It's weird. I'm, like, a little bit in, like, somewhat of a slump where Mm -hmm. it's, uh... um, I don't know. It's just been, uh... It was a transition from the means. Like, uh, so I have... uh, I I use a Fuji. Mm -hmm. I have a Fuji, like, X100T. Um, It's, uh... It goes into cycles where it's, uh... Sometimes I'll be able to produce, like, maybe, like, eight pieces I'm proud of a day. And I only, my philosophy of it is, uh, if it's not made that day, it shouldn't be released. Like, if I, like, I, the second I have the photo, Mm -hmm. or I have, like, you know, I have pieces that I can release and be like, these are new pieces, these are daily, like, it has to be, like. Of like, like how donuts are made. Like I find the the way donuts. Are, like every day, like they throw out the donuts. Yeah. At the end of the day, sure. you can't sell donuts from a day. Not, ago. The,
1: not the next day, or they turn them into muffins. Really? Yeah. You never heard about that? No,
0: I did not know this. <laughs> Is that why seven? I had a muffin with like this coffee. Cakes and
1: muffins and stuff like that, corn muffins. They'll 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 take the the leftover baked goods. And they'll grind them down and bleach them, and then reuse them and create new products.
0: I kind of do that with my scripts. I've been doing that. With, I've been doing that. With, I've, been doing that with, I've been doing that with my scripts. Uh, <laughs> like uh, for Philosophical Pimp, we had uh, me shout out to Neil Gizai, uh Me and my you co. You can right. let
1: that slip by. Philosophical Pimp.
0: Oh, Philosophical Pimp is, uh, is a, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. Okay. It Really, is a masterpiece. All if right. I had the funds, we'd make it. But Ben can't get his shit together love you ben uh, <laughs>
1: so uh you know the philosophical pimp is not keeping his pimp pants strong
0: No, nah, nah, it's uh it's it's done okay. the script is done and all the shots are done and we just have to like you just got to all get together there's a couple projects it's me me and neil we have a we have a production company called three kings entertainment where okay. uh we made a couple pieces called like uh balaclava llp okay. uh, which is where neil's playing like a uh, yeah, he has yeah, the balaclava, yeah. He's uh he's a like a, a lawyer named David Plattenberg who uh wears like a face mask because he has leprosy and he uh he just consults his clients and it's just like uh but it's it's kind of adult swimmy. Yeah. It's okay. uh, it's mm. like a black and white, but it's uh it's it's also an improv as well. And then uh we've done like Samurai vs Viking. But Philosophical Pimp was our first like uh our collaboration
1: on writing and it's just okay. like this fucking hilarious like it's about it's like a. Are there a, any gems you can drop from the script that uh can give us some insight into mm. the philosophical pimp
2: damn let me see what's going on
1: when it comes to you, uh, you let me see yeah. I can put, I can pull it up because i'm always curious about you know the, the creative process and and what stands out in the piece that you're creating that really has an impact or seems most important. So, you know, from a point of view of like a painting, people yeah. will an artist will paint something and everybody has a perspective on what it is yeah. and what's important and what's good and what's bad. Yeah. But the artist has their point of view and sometimes you don't have to disclose if you don't want to disclose.
0: No, it's just I mean like you like the way you just described is really beautiful. I uh I was uh I was banging this one chick. <laughs> like, I was banging this one chick, and uh, she was like leaving her. Hu- but she was like, she was leaving her husband, so she needed money, and then she uh, she like asked if if uh, if I would pimp her.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I'm not. Uh, not a pimp. I'm not a pimp. I mean, You're I mean, not. Yeah, but, no. That's what I. So I, I was talking to Neil, and I was asking him about her. I was like, hey. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, you know, she asked me to pimp her, but I was like, I don't know how. Uh, I was like, I don't necessarily like. like what, I don't know what kind of pimp I would be. I was like, you know, what I mean, I'm like, I'm like, way too philosophical. And he was like, that's it, the philosophical pimp. And then uh, we just wow. started, we just started bouncing ideas off of each other, and then we uh, we developed this character named Socrates, mm-hmm. who's uh, kind of based off of this guy that we knew, uh, Ben Bohr. He was not a pimp. So that's
1: the pimp name is Socrates, Socrates.
0: and okay. then he had his understudy play a okay play-doh
1: play-doh yeah,
0: yeah. It, yeah. and uh, uh yeah he uh he's just a pimp that's on broadway and carol and patterson which is where the uh there's a lot of prostitutes on broadway and carol shout out to the hoes of broadway and carol uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh what's it called uh yeah and we just uh we just started like it was like it becomes like a tennis match you know like uh I'm very visual with mine yeah. because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I see everything in frames because I'm a fucking psycho who sure. cut all the films yeah. like There's down film, to yeah. down to frames. Yeah. So I'll see like you know, I'll I'll be able to like sketch it out really easily. Neil's just like a very fucking creative funny mind and he uh you know we just go back and forth with humor
1: have you guys started casting for this
0: uh we kind of have casting you haven't really it's the thing is that's what i was saying like it ends it ended up becoming like a muffin like we made the donut and then we had the the donut of the script sure was there for a while and the script just kind of sat there for a little bit and then uh i made a muffin for it because i like uh i made a, a thing where you can uh it's a format that I feel I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I've kind of created, but like I've seen like people do derivatives of it, where it's uh, an animated script, where yeah, okay. it's I have we have the a
1: storyboard, uh,
0: not even a storyboard. Yeah. It's just like kind of like you know, like you know how like Spotify has like those looping, uh, yeah, those things, those like little loops. I I just I created a loop for it, and then you know added a soundtrack and i add like you know sound effects and stuff like that to it I mean I'd like to maybe voice it over if that's you know if we redo it but yeah. that's how you know you gotta make what type of budget do we need for this I don't even know. Maybe like fucking... Half a million? No, bro. Like, maybe like fucking five, ten grand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I don't know. <laughs> you, you want to bring
1: your production quality up to a certain level. I mean, you're a, it's not, it's you're not an artist here. You've you got to do it right because it's, it's it's time. Like, this is a place where artists I, I've seen over and over again kind of sell themselves short because they, they feel they can do everything on a, a shoestring because they're used to just grabbing used materials, doing everything they can, because their creativity just is creating things. But you have to kind of give yourself credit and give yourself space and uh, the ability to produce what you need to produce. You don't want to sell your shorts saying $10,000. I mean, maybe a half a million dollars is high, but um, you can go through it very easy if you bring in the right people. You start, you know, renting out equipment. Yeah, You have shoots in certain locations. Um, But if you keep selling yourself short in terms of what it actually takes to get these things done, you'll have a whole bunch of ideas and just n- no way to execute them. Mm-hmm. So asking for the, the funds, asking for the commitment to your vision is really important as an artist. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll have lots of ideas, and they'll all be out here, and they'll, they'll go stale. Damn. So, yeah, I know, I know. So, it's, I mean, if, if somebody that's listening was interested, I mean, it sounds like a great, great um, idea in yeah. terms of the philosophical pimp. I'd say, let's, let's, let's try and get this done. If there's anybody listening, they want to put up $100,000 for this particular piece. Mm. I think, you know, if you have to give money back at the end, you give money back at the end. But I think you should give yourself a good budget and mm. if there's somebody out here listening
0: all right word all right uh
1: well, so yeah you gotta ask for. it's not
0: it's not that it's not that the thing is what i ended up doing like for my first few scripts it would be uh i'd i'd paint the grandest picture it would like highland is like my like baby like that's mm-hmm. like i this this uh it I've I've kind of chalked it down to it being animated. It's kind of the part of the reason why I'm starting to study visual arts, just so like I don't have that bridge of like, even if there isn't a hundred thousand dollars, if there isn't, there's no, there's no breaking point. There's no I need to like hire somebody to animate. Like I will animate the frames myself.
1: If, if, even if it, I, mean, no, I know, I know, I know. But like not all even that. Right. I mean, all, right, I mean, all right, all right. I mean, so if, I, if I can leave you with one gem, as a, as a creative person, who clearly has a tremendous. Backlog of ideas and, and creative spirit that you know find people to do the things. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Mm. You know, you yeah. have the creative idea, you have the vision, you don't know how valuable that is. Mm. That's really valuable. There's lots of people out there that have the money and no vision, mm. and bringing those people together is really important. Unless you say, Let me be creative and you help me get there,
2: mm.
1: you'll, you'll always be. Shoestring thing, so you really want to you want really want to get commitment behind your creativity. Mm. There was actually um, Quentin Tarantino did a mm. speech on this when he was talking about filmmaking. Yeah. He said, you know, you don't have the responsibility to do everything. When you're creating a movie, you don't need to go out there and create the set and build it by hand. You don't need to go out there and sew the costumes for the thing. You are responsible as the artist to set the vision. Mm. Own that vision, and then bring the people together to deliver it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I challenge you to get more people involved. And uh, anybody who's listening with a hundred thousand dollars and wants to invest in a, a great
0: idea—yes, please yeah. give me a hundred thousand
1: dollars. <laughs> it's uh, you could be accountable for it and you know deliver something. You know, you can offer a cameo in it. Yeah. You know, hundred thousand dollars, you get a cameo in it.
0: Yeah.
1: You never know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know, like, I, it's, it's, like, always, like, it always ends up kind of falling, some pieces just end up falling into, like, yeah, this is, like, how, it's, like, portfolio, Mm -hmm. it ends up just being, like, here, this is, this is this, and, like, uh, you know, uh, developing the pieces, like, like, further, it's just, you know, for, it ends up being a little bit more, it's not scatterbrained, but, like, it's like, all right, we've developed it to this point. I'm like, all right, I just got to keep, like, making things. Like, that's like, sure. I'm, like, always on, like, produce, 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 produce. There's, like, the grandiose thing. Yeah. But it's, it's, there really is, there's a good, uh, there's a, an African, like, saying where it's uh, faster alone, uh, farther together. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's kind of the reason, like, you know, building things where it's, like, like, I like the Pattersonian because I want to, I want to bring, all the energy into, like, a common thing where it's not just me. It's not just, like, this is my script. I'm not, like, very, like, tyrannical like that. I'm just, like, not even, like, tyrannical, but it's, like, you know, if I have, like, if I have a budget to pay people, that's that's basically the reason I need the budget. Like, I have all the means of production. I have, sure. like, all these, like, things. Sure. But it's uh, the the, what's it called? The, uh, just paying people, and I I don't want to shortchange anybody, but developing a team and developing, like, a good crew, like, a good, strong crew, Mm. without, like, you know, Amazon money, and, like, still having the, uh, I'm a big Cassavetes fan, because Cassavetes, when he, uh, he was making his films, he had an improv studio, where all of, there would just be actors coming from Greenwich Village, and they would all sit, and they would all, they would, you know, they'd work out their scenes and stuff, Mm. and, uh... When he started getting into films, and Casavettes was an actor, yeah. uh, he just uh, he gathered, you know, some of the students from the film, and he made Shadows. And Shadows was technically all an improv. He wrote it, and yeah. uh, you know, shot it on like a smaller, like an RE, like sixteen millimeter, and uh, distributed himself basically the godfather of like independent cinemas and, and the American New Wave. Yeah. And I, the Americans did it first. Uh, Godard, like Godard, came after Shadows. Mm-hmm. And like shadows was like the first like yo this is like went to you know just going and like and having complete creative freedom like like shadows sucked honestly when it first came out like like he had to like recut it people were leaving and then uh you know he got it to a point where it, you know it started to make money and then like he did faces and faces and it's all all of his things were all independent to a thing he was like basically he was basically the original YouTuber like yeah. YouTube YouTube is like the the real like.
1: I think I also saw a recent quote from him. And, I, you know, sometimes things get misattributed on, on the Internet. But it was to the effect of, you know, again, it's not your responsibility to create your thing for an audience. Mm. It's your responsibility to let your creativity out, build mm. your thing. Yeah. And, then, you know, people decide what it is and what it's not. Yeah. But, you know, unless you put your unique fingerprint on it and mm. you know what yeah. are you really adding you know you can you can get a marketing firm and say you know in order to make money you can do x y and z and you see it on social media all the time where people just copy reels copy tiktoks because yeah. if you do that formula you'll you'll get by but you're yeah. not adding anything yeah you have to and you want to be additive as a creative person You you seem like an additive person like you just want to keep creating 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 not just Following something to make make a dollar?
0: No, no, no. It's it's, actually, it's like the it's not really the like it's not the goal, man. It's more therapy than anything. It's more of like you know, like even making like Samurai vs Viking, which is kind of like it's not even not a crazy film. It's a single day shooting. You know what I mean? We're yeah. all just we're all just having fun. That's the the thing with Cassavetti's was like he just did it with his friends and his whole philosophy. Like the, what I love about film as opposed to like just photography is a very like a solo sport you're just authoring that day uh when you film is collaboration you have to you have to collaborate like that's yeah. the, that's what i'm saying the only thing i would really want to budget for is like you know i mean i'd enjoy like more into more materials and you know like maybe renting an RA, but like you know i have like a black magic it's good it's, it's enough to be able to to get by with uh, with enough stuff uh but uh you know, to be able to pay everybody to make sure that, like, you know, all my guys are taken care of, like, uh, that's basically, like, why I would really want a budget, is just to make sure that everybody's, like, paid, and they're, like, they're happy in doing it, but it's the uh, the process of, of, like, everybody collaborating, and we're all making this piece together, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, it's, I don't know, it's just that, 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 that feeling of, like, you know, like... You know, I'm like, my, my buddy is on the screen right now, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. fucking great. That's, a, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to be always going to be self-critical of it, you know what I mean? I'm always going to be like, damn, like, you know, this transition could have been this, and it's, like, all this crazy, like, mathematical problem. But, uh, photography ends up just being very, like, it's just my eye, and, like, I know, like, the signature of my shots. Yep. Like, I've I've developed
1: that, like, visual, like, language. What is that uh visual signature in your, your work? I don't know. It's more of a... Uh, it's weird.
0: it's uh it becomes a lot of muscle memory. It's sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little pissed because it's um uh, Even even if it, even if it goes like to like music. Like when uh I when it, whenever I'm getting out of piano, I'll gravitate towards the chords that I know and the muscle memory that I have sure. where I can like go up the scale or I can, you know or if I'm playing guitar I'll like, you know, You know what I mean? I have that with photography, but my photography is like more my visual eye is way better than my ear.
1: Uh, what's, what's uh, cool? I, I saw you have a Ansel Adam book. Oh yeah, I picked uh, that up today actually. What are your kind of inspirations or what you know, for example Ansel Adam what are you, what you were you looking for in that?
0: Uh actually it's part of it is because I miss uh I miss California. Okay. Yeah, growing growing up uh spending like my mid twenties to to just you know, just like listening to fucking uh like just going and and being in Redding and, uh, and seeing the mountains and stuff. And it's crazy because when I was in Redding, I, uh, I never, I didn't really take a lot of photos. Then we were working on a documentary on the, on the, on the cannabis like scene for, uh, for a long time, um, way longer than we should have, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, we were just compiling stuff for this, but you know, I got into the lifestyle of like, you know, I'm just growing cannabis and, uh, I always liked Ansel Adams because, you know, it's just seeing natural beauty, but it's just the, uh, the... The the Groundhog Day like mm-hmm. type of fucking I'm gonna see the same I see you know I mean it's it's like seeing the the New York skyline like I used to live in Union City yeah and you go on Boulevard East and it's oh my God this is beautiful panoramic view I'm just like dude where the fuck is the parking like you know this kind of, there's a couple <laughs> who struggled to get here from like fucking Armenia yeah you know what I mean and they're like visiting the for the first mm-hmm. time they're and they're finding and you're just yeah get
1: on my way and you yeah. a parking spot yeah. yeah it's kind of the same
0: I like Patterson because Patterson it's always like. It's always something, like, exciting. There's always, like, it's, there's not, uh, there's not the structure. Mm -hmm. I like the, uh, I like things that have less, uh, like, this is like the woods in, in, in a fucking urban setting. Mm-hmm. This is the closest it's is going to be because it's, like, it's insane over there. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, there's, like, a very small police force, and even if they do stop you, it's, like, fucking, they have way more crazy shit to deal with. You know what I mean? It's, like, there's, there's, there's it's,
1: like, Soho in, like, the 80s. You
0: know what I mean? Before...
1: Yeah, before it all came together, yeah,
0: before it all came together, and, uh, Andre's trying, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> it's great. He, uh, Andre actually came to this place uh, a while back and uh, for our, for our two year anniversary. And who's and, Andre? Uh, he's the mayor of Patterson, oh, okay. Andre Sayeg. Oh, okay. He came by, and it was crazy because uh, he looked like the mayor Patterson, it was this big dude, but he had like his tie was just unkempt, he was like sweating. He's like, you know what I mean? And he's like, he's like you. He's like you, mad He's like, because we had a Peruvian like art installation here. Yeah. So uh, I invited him and his like family over. So he came check out the installation, but like, you know, he was like rushing. And then he came upstairs and was like, he uh, was like, nice to meet you, but he's like, two fire trucks fucking had a head-on collision like up the street, and I was like, oh Jesus Christ, but. As the mayor of power, you was know, just, just like trying to piece it together. Yeah. Like every piece like the, the damn real estate <laughs> projects is billion-dollar heroin industry. I don't know, man. But it's just uh, – I, 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 forgot, I forgot my train of thought after that. I do
1: no, no, It's all right. We were talking about uh, photography and kind of the things you look for. Yeah, it's – And the Groundhog's Day and how – You like kind of like the constant influence of different things going on and 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 that excite you and keep you creatively and stimulated.
0: It's the energy, man. It's like you could take, you could find the the subjects you find because it's all just it's all there, and you're Mm -hmm. you're like being being photographer is you're reacting to, and being artist in general, you're just reacting to what is what is placed in front of you, and sometimes like. I'll walk by, and I'll see a grain on someone's hand, and I'll, like, I'll literally fucking follow the motherfucker for, like, four blocks, just mm-hmm. with my camera, just trying to see where they're going to, t- you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. and trying to get the that one frame mm-hmm. of that, and I was like, this is, you know, this is good, and it's like, and, like, you know, there's the feeling of the, there's, like, that, that gratification where you're like, yes, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean, like, the, yeah, there's the one guy who got the the lightning strike on the beach that's like, he's like, yes, scream <laughs> on the beach. I have that, but it's like a, a homeless guy sleeping, like very, like, I don't know, just the way, like, positioning is, a natural positioning. Just seeing where things
1: lay, like... Fighting the cold, fighting the elements. Yeah. Protective.
0: But just, sometimes it's just people... Sleep like
1: every other human being.
0: Yeah, just, yeah. but daily rhythms. Daily rhythms are very beautiful to me. Even with art in general, like, you know, it's not a, there's like, you know, you can get very abstract in your gestures and you could do whatever, but like the, the daily, the seeing people just living their daily lives and being like humans, man, like yeah. being like unfiltered. And you see like how, you know, how like life As like you'll see somebody like taking a selfie, like, you know, I like, you know, I like sometimes seeing like people like, Display their vanity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, you see, it's just it's, it brings you a little bit into this person. You don't know the person, but you can like feel it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. You know, and a lot of them, and it doesn't have to be overly expressive or yeah. It's beautiful, man. It's a, it's a it's a good diary. It's a good practice. It's just you know I'm always like oh fucking film, bro. I, I want to film so bad. Like a good film. Like I don't want like I don't want to think like a, like here's like my
1: half-assed horror film. Well, good films come with budget, So again, if anyone's listening, <laughs> $100,000, dollars um, you know, we're we're looking for some investors here. We'll work out the details on that, but please. Let, let's produce it. All know. right, where? Let's do it. You All know. right, fuck yeah. It um, if Patterson's own, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. The philosophical
1: pimp can only be made in Patterson.
0: The philosophical pimp is is and will always be in Patterson. A lot of them, man. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of them. I just really like telling the stories and yeah. hearing the stories and listening yeah. to them.
1: I see, I, I see, like the philosophical pimp at the, t- the top of this building, like overlooking the river. As your friend said, the river coming through here. Yes. and How that's the the energy. Just overlooking the the river and it's you know his girl comes up and goes, yeah, babe, we're gonna do this. I'm it's- gonna pimp you out.
0: That's actually one of the shots. Yeah. I think... Like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of is. I think, uh... I think on that, I think we might close with a, with a thing on the philosophical pimp. I'm sorry, man. I didn't really want
1: to no, it no, 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 no. It's, it's all right. Uh, we don't have to close there if you don't want it. No, no, no. That's
0: all good. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. But, uh... I'll start with the... Uh, I'll close I, with the, uh,
1: I, I think the conversation is really just going back to... Let's do something. Let's, word. Let, let's let's produce something. Let's um, let's plan on a, an installation, a show, do something collaborative over at our space. We could even do something collaborative at your space if you want. Oh um, yeah. And focus on delivering something. Could be interesting.
0: Word. Yeah. All right, word. Uh, with that, I guess I'll I'll close with uh I'll close with the uh, last piece of philosophical pimp. Paul likes philosophical pimp.
1: <laughs> uh, he seems very excited about it. So we do. Yeah, we, we, it is. It's uh It's it's it's
0: definitely like that, and a couple other pieces that are like ready to go. But it's yeah. just you know, it's building. It's all all this is like you know, it's for the community, man. It's for everybody to grow. Like I said, it's like a Y combinator, and like you know, if like. Trying to make like an Airbnb, for the the equivalent of it. Not necessarily Airbnb, yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, no, it's a, it's evolving here. This is a really interesting space. So, hmm. I look forward to seeing what it looks like in a year from now with your vision and you, you, you've you've taken over another floor. This was started yeah. on one floor, a seed an idea, yeah. and now it's uh, grown to a second floor with more ideas and more.
0: And more people, man. More it's people. crazy. There's like, you know More contributors. And they're more like they're they're all developing in their own sense too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're like finding their voices. It's so cool. It's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like, you know, very, very, very fortunate. But yeah. Paul Larson, ladies and gentlemen, Paul Larson Gallery in Saddle River. Uh thank you for listening. uh, have a great day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh